0: It's sort of disappointing more than alarming. I think now we're seeing this is a pattern across Australian companies. It's probably not three isolated incidents. It's actually probably we're we're seeing the tip of an iceberg, I expect.
1: Australian Clinical Labs was hit with a cyber attack eight months ago, but given what we know now about what hackers have accessed, should they have told the share market immediately? It's pretty astonishing. I'm
0: still grappling to come to terms with it but certainly morally once you know your customers details have been compromised especially health records and credit cards I think you just have a moral obligation to tell your customers rather than trying to hide it.
1: Australian clinical labs didn't go public on the share market until the day after Medibank revealed the concerning extent of its attack. Was this reckless?
0: Yeah, I I think waiting that long has been reckless and I imagine they've been sweating on it because it's not only credit card numbers, it's the CCV, that number on the back that normally is not lost. They've lost that as well. So people could have had fraudulent transactions against their cards now for months and no one knew. They just had to tell us and we'd have changed our credit cards. So it does seem reckless to me to just gamble on it all being okay.
1: And now that customers of Australian clinical labs know that there's an issue that their data has been potentially accessed, I'd imagine there'd be a lot of people very busy cancelling their credit cards.
0: I hope so. You can't cancel medical history, and I understand medical histories have also been taken and medical information, but at least with cards, that's the easiest thing to cancel, and of course, everyone should do that as quickly as possible.
1: Given what we've seen um, with Australian clinical labs, and surely there must be other companies out there sweating about making these issues public, do boards and chief executives really need to be getting out on the front foot at the moment?
0: Yeah, Peter, I mean, you, you put your finger on, on, I think, the main lesson we can all learn from what's been happening, which is it looks like boards and CEOs just haven't been taking this seriously enough and the buck stops there. In all the cases we see, eventually the attempt is to blame someone lower down or blame the criminals, the so-called sophisticated attackers, or blame the public for not being responsible in how they use things or they're elected to do it. But really, at the end of the day, the only people that can bring about change in an organisation and change the culture are the board and the CEOs.
1: Boards and chief executives uh, know that they have to comply with continuous disclosure rules on the ASX if they're ASX-listed companies. So they're really getting gambling with the risk of potentially facing tougher fines if they don't follow all those rules in in letting shareholders or customers know straight away.
0: Yes, until now the fines have been quite small from a large company's point of view, but the Attorney-General's flagging large increases in fines and that's a terrific and very appropriate measure. I think it won't be retrospective, so they've probably got away with it. But yeah, absolutely, they should be not sitting on breaches that they're forced to disclose. That's after the horse has bolted. That's like talking about finding the black box recorder after an aeroplane crash. They should be trying to stop the crash up front.
1: Media being prior it revealed this week that they didn't have cyber insurance because it was too costly and they were concerned about the ability to make claims. Does that make sense?
0: No. Whoever made that decision now is probably finding it hard to to sleep, uh, too costly, I think they've lost one more than a billion dollars of share price. I think it just shows what the attitude up until now has been. There's an older generation on boards and, and CEOs and they're just not yet twigged that this has gone from a nice to have to a need to have. but I, I think across the board, companies, organisations, political parties, and government organisations they're not taking cyber risks seriously.
1: That cybersecurity expert, Professor Richard Buckland from the University of New South Wales, who was speaking to our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan.